Howdy listeners, I'm Chris, the friendly neighborhood keeper from Untitled Dice Game, here to tell you about our actual play Monster of the Week podcast. It features a group of hunters with strange talents who've been recruited by a secretive government agency to fight monsters. Each week we release a new episode packed with improvised humor, horror, and enough bad decisions to derail a train. Find us at UntitledDiceGame.com or search us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. This is a podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes, sometimes the early 2000s. That's I right. I am Tommy the Trash Man, and I'm joined by my co-host, Johnny Junk. That's me. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, it's good to be back in the studio here. It's uh, been a little bit. It's been a little bit. Some uh, some crazy shit happened. We, we had one episode planned to do for our last uh, uh, episode of... Night, Night Visions, Visions November. November. Ooh, that was the best one without any practice. It was great. Um, anyway, uh, but we had to postpone it. Um, life happens, unfortunately. Uh, not always for the best. Uh, some some shit went down. Yeah, I got a, I got a, assaulted on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I have a broken collarbone, a torn ligament in my shoulder. I split my basically put pants. my teeth through my. Yeah. <laughs> I was fully aroused. <laughs> I don't blame them for doing that. Or I don't know who it was. But uh, for the listeners, though, I'm I'm okay. I'm in a sling. I'm medicated. I don't want medical leave from work. Um, well, we miss you at work, too, now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm you know, I'm they, they call me Alpha or Delta because I'm such a fucking, I pull hard at work. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I've been stuck in my room. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, it's... Not great because I want to be. I like working, but it's also nice just to kind of like catch up on some reading and some TV watching and movie watching and video game playing. It's a perfect excuse to be lazy, and it's like okay. Well, I mean, I, I'm one armed right now. I can't. Put... I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. But sometimes I know for me, if I like, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm just gonna fucking sit around on my ass and you know eat bullshit and watch TV. Then I feel kind of guilty about it. But yeah, there's no there's no guilt factor here. I've been uh, ordering a lot of delivery food hell yeah i have leftovers in the fridge i have two of them but i think i'm probably gonna order some delivery again today do it yeah i'm gonna get a kevin McAllister classic i think uh for those laymen uh that means it's a uh large cheese pizza i might get a pepper not pepperoni i might get a meatball that is definitely not a McAllister special a what kevin McAllister special okay yeah but I mean, maybe I'll do half on one side, and then I'll have uh, Buzz come over and eat the the half that's plain cheese, and then scarf it up. And then pretend. what a great term, scarf! Yeah, scarf's great. Also, one of my favorite quotes from that it's uh, I guess it's part two is uh, calls him a trout sniffer. Love that term, trout sniffer. Yeah, does that mean like you're sniffing stinky puss? Uh, I think it might have been alluding to something like that, but it was just a little too juvenile to uh, mm. make the connection. Yeah. Dude, the in Home Alone two, I I recently watched it, you know, because I've been laid up, uh, being injured. Um, the hotel room he stays at is like, like has like four rooms in it. Yeah, it's fat, of course. It's the uh, presidential suite, right? And then, it, well, I, I've stayed in presidential, sorry, presidential suites before, and they're usually like one big main room with like a, like a dining room kind of thing attached to it, and then like uh, a nice bedroom and bathroom. But never like they fit the whole family in at the end. Remember? Yeah. Wait, you and they, think they that s- was the same room? Oh, I don't know. Actually, I didn't put. I, did, I never associated that as being the same room he stayed in. Do you in. think they put him in like a like a like a whole floor? 
Maybe. Because they, they this is a, so dumb, they managed to sneak uh, an entire Christmas tree and, like, 120 packages, uh, you know, for presents for for Christmas. Yeah, they're all, like, just, like, towels and, like, souvenir, like, bar soap. It's just, like, all shit yeah. from the hotel. Mm. The last time I stayed at a hotel, like, a month ago with a friend of the podcast, Dylan the Filth King. Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, they didn't have any um, bathrobes for us. I would have left i would we, have we <laughs> called them like multiple times throughout the night because all we wanted to do was uh be in a bathrobe be in a bathrobe eat some some food and uh-huh. and watch uh tv and play switch who doesn't want to do that sounds like yeah. a dream but uh yeah so uh what's going on with you outside from my injury and you missing me at work and everyone being crying about it <laughs> yeah we're pretty broken up no for an all serious dude I, I was very concerned for you i still am concerned for you but uh i'm happy that you're on the mend and doing better uh, but yeah, so not doing the podcast for a week or so has been weird because, uh, you know, I usually watch this kind of crap all the time with an excuse and now I have no excuse to, yeah, no, uh, for me, I, I've been watching a lot of stuff just cause I have nothing better to do. Um, you've been watching anything good. Um, I mean, I just, today I caught up on the Mandalorian it was oh, a really good episode. Yeah. Um, season two. It was shorter. It was only like 30 something minutes, but, um, are they an hour long? They're normally like 40 to 60 minutes long, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I was playing, um, what was I playing? I was playing, um, oh, well, I got a game that I want you and I to play with, uh, together. It's called like uh, The Way Out. Okay, I thought you was going to say The Doctor or something else. No, we can play The Doctor. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Um, but no, I've been, I've been reading a lot. I've been rereading wool, like I've, or, or, uh, shift, I guess is the, the book I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, I just been literally just trying to stay as, um, as in my bed as possible so I can get healthier faster. Good for you. Good on you, bro. Friend of the podcast, big Chris wants to like go out and do hiking. And I'm like, dude, that's not going to work. I, I can't. It's gonna set me back. Uh, yeah, but besides, uh, you know, you having your unfortunate uh, run-in with some thugs um, uh, around Thanksgiving time, uh, I just did the normal family dinner type of thing, and that was uh, it. Went pretty good. I had a decent Thanksgiving. Yeah, you showed me a picture. You had a, a beef Wellington, right? I did. It looked so, amazing. It was so freaking good. It came out good. It was good. I did nice. everything to the letter. Like, literally defrosted it for like twenty-four hours. Like. Oh, that's Didn't cut cool. it in corners, you know what I mean? That way the dough was raw and the meat was, you know, nothing was frozen. It was perfect. It came out fantastic. Mm. Did you follow a recipe from, like, a famous uh, YouTube channel? Or? I just got a frozen one. You did? <laughs> it was fucking great. It looked great. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Um, you should probably tweet out a picture of it, actually. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll put it in the Twitter line. I've been but, getting lots um, of love from Twitter. I love it. Aside from that, where uh we're into december yeah we are in december and we were to discuss maybe doing a trying to do a holiday episode coming up so let's uh put our brains together and see if we can uh find a cool uh, anthology episode to yeah do. i couldn't find any for the one we t- did today i couldn't find any uh one that was specifically like uh, freddy's the, one yeah yeah oh i didn't mean to drop the uh no no, no well, the beans well, that's fine um we're doing a freddy's nightmares yep season two episode one we, and this is one of the few ones where they actually give you some kind of like canon or some freddy lore some some lore gotta love the lore um yeah season two episode one of freddy's nightmare which debuted in i think october of 
I'm going to look it up. It's, uh, it's called 1989. 1989. So this is in the... I was three years old. The dog days of the 80s. Yeah. Um, this episode's called Dream Come True. Dream Come True. And it's a two-parter, but it's more of like a full story kind of thing. You know, I... Well, let, let's just kind of... Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's... What, well, first of all, what's Susan drinking game rules? Okay. Well, drinking game rules. We have standing Freddy drinking game rules where every time there's a fake wake up, take a drink. But the, we yeah. were saying that doesn't really apply a whole lot to no, this episode. No, there's not a much. Of, there's not much of it. Um, the other standing uh, Freddy's uh, nightmares rules is every time there's a Freddy segment where Freddy addresses the camera uh, right on, um, take he a drink. He has a fair amount of them. He I does. He, there's a few of those here. Uh, and then you had a couple. Um, yeah, I, every time he says, uh, bud, which is really funny to that's, me. Yeah, we were saying that's his, um, that's the television version of saying bitch. Yeah. Because he can't say, he can't say bitch, so he like, says What do you bud. think now, bitch? I mean, bud. Um, what else do you, do you have anything else? Um, my other one was, um, every time the, uh, doctor does something inappropriate and crosses the, that, that line that doctor's yeah. not supposed to cross you know and also when they say dream come true when they say the name of the episode too as well oh and, then and the they other say one that was, a lot yeah and then there was what was the other name julie uh judy judy yeah okay um so those would be your drinking game rules every time you uh, see or hear any of that stuff take a drink um but what i was gonna say as far as this episode goes it seems like it is it it it, it differs from other freddy's nightmares episodes because it is um about freddy yeah well that's what i remember when we first started delving into the the, the freddy's uh series the first episode always tends to be that the stronger episode the stronger episode and that also deals with like the full-on canon and story of of freddy so when i was watching this episode i was kind of thinking about i was like does this where in the time frame of Freddy's does this take place? Does Freddy's Nightmares know. does Freddy's Nightmares take place before the movies, during the movies, post movies? No, it's there's no logic behind it. So I have to assume that it's okay. So this is eighty nine. That means that this is like October eighty nine. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I think that this would fall probably between Freddy Part Four. Like the Dream Warriors mm. and like Freddy's and then the Dream Child. I think it's between those two. Yeah. But that doesn't right. necessarily mean that anybody has any idea about that in, in as far as living in Springwood. Because there's a couple times like there's, well, we'll get into it. Let's just get into it. Let's get yeah, started. Let's go on into this. it. Um, so the episode starts and um, what do you think about the music, how they bring themselves in? It's kind of uplifting. It's got this like weird, like almost the chimes? Uh, like Twin Peaks kind of music. It sounds like wind chimes. And it's, I told you, like, I don't know why, but like watching the intro for this, like makes me feel ill. Like it makes me feel like I'm like slightly hungover. Yeah. Like I don't feel good. It reminds me of like when I used to watch Freddy movies early in the morning on the weekend while I was like, eating food. So you're like watching Ugh. people get killed while you're like eating. Mm. And it was just like a weird layover thing that I still experience. So now when I watch, every time I watch Freddy's Nightmares, as soon as I hear those that those tones. You get flashbacks. I get a little queasy. Ugh, gross. It's not so fun. Not fun at all. I mean, I love the show. Don't get me wrong, but it's a weird sensation. So we, we meet this guy who is a... Uh, television dream expert well just 
one of the things so on the on the stream that you watched did you have um a trailer for coming up tonight on freddy's nightmares no i had uh sketchers uh <laughs> ads the entire time that we did not watch the same stream no and, and also mine was like one of those ones where uh it looks like you're sitting in like a um, a movie theater yeah movie theater oh dude you should watch a different one well uh, i don't know i watched the same one like three times in a row so i didn't want to do it well okay other way. the way okay so the way this episode starts is there's a bunch of picturesque like springwood like shots where it's just like okay here's a nice like soccer field where people are hanging out some cars driving down the street and then all of a sudden freddie's face pops up and he's like gotcha yeah he's a, oh my god yeah. like as if that's getting them and he uh we had to see a kid a teenager named randy wakes up and screams and uh then it cuts into the main part of the episode which is um the talk show you were talking about there's a this guy's a dream expert yeah there's a, a talk show called stan brooks talk show and he's talking to a doctor brandon keffler which yeah. i thought was so funny too to have a grown man named brandon how about when he uh when he talks to the lady in the crowd uh she's got the best shoulder pads uh of a woman outfit of definitely all time. definitely 89 those 89 shoulder pads are full effect gold um but uh, and the crowd noise also was really good they were like cheering and there was so and, many like, things about this first part this first segment that i loved like it was so good there was that there was the the shoulder pads the crowd was great um but the uh the talk show host goes now let's talk to this doctor he's a special uh, a dream specialist and therapist and he's got the very overpriced book yeah <laughs> he's, like, it, he's like nagging him he he does the like, like the shortest fucking interview for anyone of all time. Like of he's course. like, I asked him two questions, and then we're going to commercial break, and we're gonna bring someone else. Out. Yeah, and then he says, "We'll come back and talk to our next guest." Um, but it's fantastic. They uh, they're like, um, "Well, this lady in the crowd, she says, I'm a single mom. I'm here because my child is having uh, has insomnia. My uh, teenage son, he won't go to sleep. He's too afraid." And uh, the doctor goes, hmm, sounds like he'd be a good candidate for my dream come true therapy. Yeah. The um, So to that point, uh, to go a little further past it, like, what did you think about what this kid wears to bed? Um, well, just because I don't want to skip this scene because the, the I love this, this talk show part so much. So um, before we get there, just real quick, they have the dream come through therapy. The host says, uh, uh, that the doctor, he's like, has an attitude. He's like, uh, cause the, the doctor's like, I don't really do like house calls. And the guy's like, Whoa, with that attitude, no one's going to buy your fucking book, dude. <laughs> dude, the interviewer is like a fucking piece of shit. Such an antagonist. I know it's fantastic. Um, and then like you said, the interview is literally uh, one audience question. Um, but uh, the doctor agrees to go um, home to help this one um, uh, audience members for just a few nights. Yeah, just a few nights. What, what in your entire life has anything ever happened where that is the scenario that plays out? Like, like, oh yeah, you're you're just gonna have this random person, man, stay in your house. Well, and... that would that really caught me off guard too because I thought he was just gonna come by and help and then you know go back to his own home or something. At the no, end of the day. he's he's got the <laughs> he's fucking over. full on pajamas and and, and <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god, it was so ridiculous. Uh, but no, go ahead. Um, so what was your question about uh the kid's uh clothes or pajamas? Oh yeah, so the kid. When he's sleeping, he's wearing like full on sweatpants and a button down sweatshirt, basically. Uh huh. 
And I just was like, who sleeps in that? Like, I I, I was going to ask you, what what's your... Uh, what's sleeping your, scenario? Yeah, what's your sleeping scenario? Uh, I like to sleep uh, boxer shorts and a t-shirt. I need a t-shirt. You want a t-shirt? Because I, I know I'm going to sweat through it halfway through the night and probably have to take it off, but like... Really? Oh, yeah. You're a sweater? I'm a hot boy. Oh, my gosh. I know. I wish I wasn't, but like, I just know like I need to have that shirt on. I used to be a, a full-on naked sleeper. You know, every time I try to do that, I always get, like, too, like, worked up by, like, having that, my dick rolling around against, like, the blankets and shit. It just dicks too... be rolling, man. Dicks be rolling. No, um, I did for a long, long time, and then my, my, uh, my dad was, uh, a, fi- a firefighter for a long, long time, a volunteer, and he told me that, like, you don't want to sleep just naked, like, you, you need to. In case to... there's an emergency? In case there's an emergency, because you run out there, you want to have, like, a, you know, boxers and a t-shirt on, so. Well, maybe, you know how this mom's a single mom, maybe her husband was a firefighter, <laughs> died in a fire. Wow. And he trained the son. Yeah, The son's wearing true. these sweats, ready to rock, just in case. You never know. You never know. But he is fully Torch? clothed out. Oh, clothed. <laughs> he's <torched. laughs> No, he's fully, like, sweatpants and, like, a button-up, again, like I said, a button-up fucking... Uh, sweatshirt? Sweatshirt. Like, he is not ready for bed. I don't know. It made me mad. He's not ready for bed. Uh, well, just... Uh, so they go into... The, they in, they introduce the characters, and then they cut to the first Freddy segment. So this is going to be your first drink, I guess. Uh, and Freddy does this bit, and I, I wrote down here in my notes, it's like, this is Freddy's best acting in a, a Freddy bit. He's done, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's like, I feel like they're like, you know what? We got renewed for season two. We're going to bring in a good director. We're going to have try to do a strong segment that features Freddy heavily. And I thought that it came out pretty well. I think like, it did. I, it makes me wish that all the episodes were a little bit more Freddy focused like this. Cause like, you know, there's, you know, cut to the end of the series. We're watching dust to dust where people are like turning into powdered dust and, and locked in cages and shit. And it's yeah. nothing to do with Freddy's at nope. all. Absolutely. And then it cuts to, uh, to what's his name? Uh, Randy. And he's talking about how his parents got divorced uh-huh. and they moved to Springfield. Springwood, I'm sorry, Springwood. Springwood. What the fuck are you thinking moving to Springwood? How is Springfield not like on Springwood not like on the the map of being like people are just kids or teens are just dying all well, the time. Well that's what I was wondering like exactly when this took place because obviously this is post Freddy's death. So this is Freddy's Freddy coming to people in their dreams is a thing already established at this point. Um but yeah, Randy And they don't know who Freddy is either. The, who the doctor the family that the, moves there the, no yeah they move there and they don't know they're experiencing all this crazy shit and then the mom like looks into it and then finds out that freddy krueger mm. was uh they said he, he, she goes he killed a whole lot of people and then now they burned him to death and now other freaky things are going on so like sounds like she's aware of what freddy can do well she learned about it in, in the papers oh yeah and they're like what papers and she's like the newspapers. I'm like, what other papers would you be talking about? Like, toilet paper? Like, what do you... It's such a garbage thing. And then we have another, uh, a Freddy and um, a Bud. Yeah, yeah. So the kid Randy is passed out watching TV, and then the Freddy, like, on TV is like, here's Freddy. Like, here's yeah. Johnny. And then um, they have a scene where, like, Freddy's glove pops up through his mattress and, like, starts coming at him. Which is, again, that's from a classic Freddy movie. like At the end of the bed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, try to give me something new a little bit. I, I appreciate that. But um, the doctor uh, tells the mom, uh, Randy's mom, uh, is like, 
uh, call me Brandon. Yeah, weird. <laughs> it is super weird. It's like, so first you're going to be crashing at his house for a couple of nights. Um, and also you want to be called Brandon and you're sleeping like right in the next room. Or like, it'd be better if he was like sleeping in the dad's like pajamas. Maybe those are the dad's pajamas. You never know. I have written down here. I don't remember what it was. This is from a couple of days ago, but I've written down um, splitting headache. Oh no, that's yeah. That happens in a little bit before that. Um, when the when they first bef- the way Randy makes his entrance is uh, the the mom and the doctor are talking, and all of a sudden you hear like a scream from upstairs, and Randy does a backflip down the stairs. That's know? right. Yeah. Oh my god, his fall down the stairs is amazing. It was great. Like that. Uh, that stunt double definitely earned his money that day. That was dude. That that dude got fucking paid. Yeah. So. Um, uh, a cameraman comes in to film. The, oh, the cameraman! The cameraman uh, Gary. He he. Uh, you knew he was like going to be involved in this like from the beginning. I didn't he was so know. involved. Yeah, well, that's what threw me because I was like, does 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 the doctor and and Randy know each other? Like, what's going on? Because uh, Randy looks really. He's like a blonde dude. He's got the world's thickest neck. Um, oh my god, he's he, amazing. He he's pretty great, and he's like, okay, cool. I'll just film this stuff while you guys do your thing. He films this session. Um, There's some great saxophone music too, by the way. Yeah, that yeah, I I wrote that down. I love the sax, sexy sax. Um, so uh, this is after one night too, like yeah. of him being there. Yeah, uh, and this is when I wrote. I was like, the doctor says he's never heard of Freddie either. And I was wondering if he is not from Springwood, like if he was just in town doing the TV show and maybe that's why he's crashing there or something. Uh, I was just trying to put something together because it really didn't make a whole lot of sense. But I wrote, uh, what the fuck? The doctor's staying at their house and then Randy comes in like while he's like laying in bed and he pulls a gun on him. He does. And then he's like pulls the trigger and then he wakes up. So that was kind of a fake wake. That's kind of a fake wake. You can take a drink for that. And eventually, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead, but eventually uh, one of the characters is like, oh, this is here in peaceful Springwood. And I'm like, Springwood has never been peaceful. No. Never. Ever, 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 ever. Pre-Freddy, perhaps. (sighs) But think of how long that's been. How long do you think this has been since uh, Freddy's death to the revenge plot that he's doing well let's say that the timeline maintains from the first episode so this is what a year after freddie was burned alive okay that's a year you think so let's say a year after oh okay i can see that let's let's hypothetically say that but then if that's the case everybody should definitely remember this because i feel like there's not well maybe there is a lot of shit popping off in fucking springwood because all the other episodes that we've seen have taken place, and all those episodes are wild as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Freddy starts torturing Randy in his dreams. Uh, so, like, Fre- like Freddy's, like, throwing darts at him, and you can tell, like, they're actually throwing darts because it, like, he's standing, like, so close. The doctor, uh, he's, he's like, he's like, I got you. He's like, I got you, Randy. Let me help you out here. I'm going to do a guided meditation because Randy's like, fuck that. I'm not going to sleep. Every time I go to sleep, Freddy comes after me. So after uh, doing the guided meditation, um, you know, the doctor's like, trust me, like, Freddy's all in your head. This shit isn't real. And then while they're doing that, Freddy shows up and slashes his shirt. And his shirt's, like, got ripped open holes and there's blood everywhere. So it's like, clearly, he really is experiencing this. We have it on video, but, like, nobody's believing you at all. Um, 
And in my notes, I wrote, the actor playing Randy is probably the best actor in this show. He, oh, absolutely. 100%. Like, I was really sold. I was like, he's he's carrying this episode. He's basically. killing it. No, the, the, everyone else, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. So, and like, uh, the doctor, like, tries to explain it away. He goes like, no, no, I must have torn your shirt accidentally. I was like, come on, bro. Come like, on there's no way that's really what's happening. But, um... Uh, the actor who plays Randy is like, starts saying, it's like, no, I figured it out. I know what's going on. I have a split personality. And then they started having this really cheap, um, like graphics of like St- Freddie's face, like superimposed on Randy's face. Yeah. Um, and this oh, is, that was horrible. Yeah. It looks really bad. And this is when, um, Freddie like shreds up the papers and then he squeezes his head and he's like, I've got a splitting headache. Yeah. And there's like. Like you could tell, like like Robert England had like a pouch of like like pudding or something on top of his head, and he just was like popping it and like slicking it down Ugh. his face and like licking it. I mean, it, it's an effective job of like grossing you out. Still was not great. No, it wasn't great. It was it was gross. Uh, but it was again a very good Freddy scene. I was very happy yeah. with this. Um, so this is when. Freddy kind of jumps over from Randy's nightmares into the doctor's nightmares. Mm. And then, so this is when Randy finally is able to fall asleep and get some sleep. Um, And then mom, and a little thank you, decides to get a little sexy. Yeah. She does the, uh, she shows up in some lingerie. Oh yeah, she she looks good. Yeah, she looks way good. Like, cause I (laughs) remember. She's a babe. She's a babe. She's a babe. She's a robo babe. Uh, yeah. She basically is there, and she starts putting the moves on uh, the doctor. And this is when I wrote, I was like, so gross because he like put the way he puts his arms on her back and her oh, shoulders. So gross. It's so bad. Uh, I was like, mom gets sexy. He grabs her, and then Freddie shows up, and he's he's like, "What are you doing? I thought it was your main man." Like so gross. He's there hooking up with uh, mom Ugh, or something too. Fuck off. And then he cuts mom's head off. Yep. That's it, what a weird episode. It, I just I don't. It is so I okay. So full disclosure. And then they, the first they, half of they this talk episode. About the shoes too. Remember the shoes? What shoes? They show the shoes at the end of the episode. Uh, they're like, check out this guy's shoes. Like they're like Nikes or something like that. Like. He's got some dope-ass shoes. Anyway, <laughs> Randy? Keep going. Oh, uh, basically, Freddy shows up, cuts off the mom's head. The doctor wakes up. Um, so he having... Uh, the doctor figures out. He's like, oh, now Freddy's in my nightmares. Um, so the doctor uh, goes to, to the uh, talk show studio. He jumps in his car and starts, like, cutting people off, driving like fucking maniac, and... Uh, uh, he crashes his car into the into the studio so it's like they have this moment that's like a fake wake up where they're like the the talk show host is like so do you think you really cured him or do you think it was somebody else and they're like well what do you mean he's like well i think it might be mr freddy krueger and then like all the lights get all different you know what i mean Mm, i know like every time you see the like neon green or neon red lights that means you're in freddy's territory and it's it's a dream nightmare and it's like it's like super blatant, super obvious, but yeah, it's kind of a cool device to like let you know what's going on. The doctor wakes up having realized uh, that he was asleep this whole time. He wakes up, crashed into the uh, crashed into the set of the building, and then he starts pulls out a gun and starts flashing his gun everywhere, firing it off. You remember this? No, of course, yeah, I do. All right, 
was just uh, want to make sure we were still on the same page here. The doctor goes nuts and he starts shooting the gun, and then the security guards there. He like pulls a gun on one of the security guards, and the security guards shoot him dead, and that's the way he dies. And the whole thing is taped by the cameraman Gary. Yeah, I wrote that. Your show sucks, dude. So that's I. That's where I had the end of the first scene, where the whole thing is taped by the cameraman, and you're like, oh okay. And then Freddie has a little bit where he's like, "Is there a doctor in the house? Not anymore." I feel like uh, okay. Can we get into our our um our what? Um, I think this was one of the more straightforward episodes. It sucked, I think. Really? I mean, not sucked in a bad way, but I think it felt like, to me, it was like, would I show this to someone else? Probably. So it's gonna get. A, it's gonna. Get a, <laughs> I did not. I did not think that's what you're gonna say. It's gonna get a six out of ten for me because it was something that was actually fun to watch. Get out of here. Okay. So it, it was no, fun to watch. I'm gonna um, back back down a little bit. You go ahead and do your your first half. It had a little bit of star power, but I think it was it was fun to watch. Like I would watch this with a friend. Like the star power, especially being like you know, laying in bed and you know with the girls that you and I both bang. Who, uh, Not when you both bang, I'm sorry. When you say, when you say star power, you mean like the Freddy Krueger star power? Yeah, Freddy. Okay. Yeah, I think he, he earns enough to, to get our respect. I, he's got my respect thoroughly. All right, well, let's hear your, your shit. Um, basically, I really enjoyed this first part because between the television talk show host and the studio audience, and you mix in the weird, sexy mom sleeping with this dude, mm. and then Freddy cutting people's heads off, and like, I was like, it had violence, it had comedy, it had all, pretty much everything I want from a Freddy's episode, and it was linear, it didn't seem way off base, it had Freddy in it featured thoroughly. I was like, this is fantastic. This is everything I want from a Freddy's episode. Mm. My only issue with this episode is that the back half of it feels extra weak compared to how... It felt weak, yeah, I get that. I mean, it usually does, but I think because the first half was so strong, I think that the second half just kind of feels that way as a result. Like, it's hard to live up to that. It was canon. It felt felt really cool. It was. I, I enjoyed it. So I guess if I had to give this Freddy's, if I'm grading on Freddy's, I give this an eight, dude. Eight out of ten? Eight out of ten creepy crawlers wow. for this first half, for sure. Eight out of ten creepy crawlers! That's right. That's right. All right, well, dude. Is that, do you, am I way off base here? No, you're, you're, your logic is 100% legit. I don't okay, think. all right, all right, all right. Cool. Um, do you want to take a short break, and then we can come back and hit part two? Let's hit part two right now. All right, we'll take a break. Find that devil. All right, and we're back from our little baby, tiny little micro break. Hey, just like a like a micro nap from Freddy's micro naps, micro breaks. Um, We're here to talk part two of uh, Dream Come True from season two, episode one. Uh, This one, uh, as most Freddy's nightmares do, they shift uh, narratives uh, from one character in the first bit to a character to the second bit, and the character we're following is the cameraman Gary, who was quite vocal about because he tells the doctor because the doctor's like i don't know who freddie is and he's like well listen doc 
I've been a cameraman for a long time here in Springwood, and I've covered lots of stories that have to do with Freddy Krueger, and uh, I've seen some shit. So he kind of like lets him know, hey, you know what? You you might you know have a PhD or whatever, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know what's what. Well, and he also like you can tell in the uh, in the first part of the episode, like there's a reason why they kind of uh, force him into as to being a character. Uh huh. They're setting up for. They're setting up for um, you know this character to be in the the next episode. Uh, next, sorry, the next part of the episode. So they're setting him up to set him up. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. What do you think of this guy? Uh, like I said, I think he's kind of a joke. Like he seems like a meathead. Like he seems like a jock in high school who kind of like reached his peak and like now doesn't really know what to do. And he's like holds he's a camera. camera guy, yeah. But I was kind of surprised by how much uh, agency they gave him. Like, he seemed like he was pretty in control for a cameraman. Um, the cameraman... Uh, he definitely had some, probably some, like, stock in the company or something like that. The, the network? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. So the the, the cameraman, Gary, he's he starts by watching the footage um, from the first episode where uh, the doctor went crazy and killed everybody. Yeah. And he's watching the footage at an editing bay. Do you... When they do their, I think it's the same time, but when they do like the rewind uh, shot, it's got that classic rewind noise. Like the yeah, we don't get that anymore now that we have no. no more tapes. I miss that sound. How about the shoes on that bad boy? Yeah, you were saying this. You got the shoes. Uh, and also, his belt. He's got like a fucking like gator? utility belt. Oh, I thought he was going to be something else. <laughs> I was like, he's got gator belts? Patty belts? What's Nancy his name, Carlos? Gary? His name is Gary. Okay, I'm Gary. Um, and he's watching the footage at Editing Bay, and he leaves, um, and uh, and Freddy poses for the camera. So, like, he's watching this footage, and he sees uh, Freddy Krueger in the background. He's like, there he is. So I've been- he's going to battle Freddy, and he wants to show it, but when he shows the footage to everyone else, it does the classic thing of no one else sees it, you know? Yeah, so um, he goes, uh, he gets called to uh, the scene of a crime to go cover it, and... Um, there's police and reporters on the scene, and they found a body in a dumpster. And uh, the reporter, Julie, mm-hmm. doesn't show up. Um, so the um, editor's like, all right, Gary, just get in there and film what you can. Julie's not going to be there. See, see what you can do to, like, cover the story. So he's filming it, and then after they, like, go in there and take a look at the dead body, this Jane Doe that they found dead in the dumpster, the um, they're like, oh, no, it's Julie. Sorry, I don't know how to tell you this, but one of the, like, uh, I guess— uh, is it a police chief, or maybe it's a fellow reporter? It's Risk- a, it's it's a yeah it's a, it's um, god damn I I have it written down here somewhere. Oh, it's all good. I got I got it. so well they they find out that he's also Gary's- been involved with like things in New York, Nam, and El Salvador too. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the things I loved, uh, uh, which I've been to before. I've been to El Salvador. Okay, was it as bad as Vietnam? Because this the, is worse. The, no, El Salvador was insane. Yeah, um, back in the day, like they had like these crazy, uh, like like basically kill groups. But anyway, anyway. Okay, so just real quick, uh, I have a note right here that I love. Is I wrote, "LOL, the coroner, the coroner's vehicle is like a matte black painted station wagon. It like is not actually a coroner's vehicle at all." And I fucking killed me. Um, and uh, once they find out that Julie is the dead body in there, 
Um, Gary freaks out a little bit, and what he does is he goes to a, fa- a fellow cameraman's video footage, and he, st- he takes the f- uh, camera footage so he can start looking for Freddy, because he has a feeling that Freddy is responsible mm-hmm. for the death of his girlfriend and also the death of uh, uh, the doctor from the first segment. So, uh, yeah, he says he has a story bigger than Nam, bigger than El Salvador, and that story is that Freddy Krueger is real and coming and attacking people in their dreams. So uh, the editor for the television stations like, all right, Gary, you need to fucking chill out a little bit. I'm going to put you on a leave of absence. Um, So uh, instead of filming stuff and and looking for Freddie more, uh, Gary goes to talk to Randy because now Randy's cured. And he's like, all right, Randy, you got to help me. We got to help Freddie. And Randy's like, dude, you're tripping, dude. He's like, I just got rid of him. I'm not going back in there. But because Randy's uh, Randy's a stand-up dude, he decides to do it anyway. Hmm, that's an interesting take. Oh, why do you think he did it? Because that was my thing, because I was like, it didn't make any sense, but I guess he felt that he was obligated to, right? I don't know if he's, like, turned or anything like that, though. It, to me, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I I really like your point, actually, on it. Well, so Randy's like, okay, fine, begrudgingly agrees to help him. Uh, you know, I guess now that he's free of Freddy, he's got, like, some balls. Um so uh, Gary's like, all right, meet me at this abandoned building where I saw Freddy in a f- piece of film earlier. And they go there. They meet up uh, later on in the evening. And there's a homeless man. They call him Wino <laughs> in oh. the credits, the Wino. Uh, and uh, he gets his throat slit by Freddy. And Freddy's like, now they're going to blame you. What a fucking. So what? Freddy's so Freddy's what like a ledge. Not only. Yeah, he's he's setting people up. He's got his he's he's got a plan. Uh, Randy shows up, uh, and we got a little fake wake up and that's basically what happened. So the homeless man who was killed was part of a fake wake up. Randy shows up, the cameraman, uh, Randy, they find the dead man that died in his dream. And then Freddie shows up and this part I didn't understand. So Freddie shows up and he goes, party. Oh, I wrote that down too. Did you write that? Like why, why does he say party? Is there anything fun happening? Is there any reason why he would say that? He says party. It's just his party, like, completely unprovoked. Dude, like, it goes back to our point about how, like, all these segments were filmed without any context to the actual episode that they were eventually... Uh, but that's what I felt with. about this episode. It, like, it actually didn't feel like that. I felt like, the, like, this one, they're like, you There know was what? some storyline to this one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, let's fucking wrap this shit up. This episode <laughs> is fucking driving me ballistic. All right, so... Uh, they start filming Freddy, and uh, he's being taped back at the station. So uh, uh, Gary's talking to his editor back at the station. He's like, all right, cool. Make sure you guys are getting the footage that I'm sending you, which I thought was strange because there like, was no, he had no He had no van. Footage. Well, there was no van with no satellite dishes to project it back. Nope. Somehow, like, he ran enough cable. Hey, Wi-Fi in 1989, you know? Yeah. So um, he Gary's talking to Freddy as he's filming him, and Freddy's like, oh, yeah? Well, what's about this? And then you see the footage that's being sent back to the station, and you see that Freddy's not in it at all. So no. it's all happening inside the mind of Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, so Freddy says it was Gary who killed Julie, and uh, he's like, I set you up. It's like, you're the one who did it. And then the police officer confirms it. He goes... We found pieces of your clothes all over her. Remember that? Ugh. Was that what they said? What was the phrase? Yeah, no, I wrote the same thing down. Is it uh, Gary's clothing all over her? <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> well, you just like throw. You're like, all right, I just committed a crime. Let me throw fucking a bunch of DNA evidence. Well, what clothing. I just, I guess that's what killed me is that instead of saying DNA or some other thing, they just said your clothes. Your clothes are all over her. Um, so Freddie slashes Gary um, across his chest. He does like a f- jump off the back f- backwards off the back of a ledge and dies. So that's the end of Gary. And then this way, this episode ends. Very, very abruptly, where uh, Freddy, uh, again, right to camera. I wrote, your show sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, true. Freddy, uh, the way it ends is with Freddy being a complete narcissist, um, talking to camera, and he's just like, oh, yeah, that's right, Mr. You know, Hot Stuff. Like, you know, kind of like, I guess... What this leads me to believe is that if selfies existed back in the 80s, Freddie would be taking Nothing. selfies constantly. Yep. He'd oh have a selfie God. stick. Freddie would be the king of the... You'd be the bell of the ball. The bell of the bull. And, All right. And uh, that slap shot, fucking slap together piece of shit was the second part of the episode. But it's weird. Like you said, it almost feels like it's one story. It does. I thought it was when I first watched it. Well, what's, what they could have done is just make it just about the... The cameraman. It should have been. And then it would have been one long single story. That would have been awesome. That would have been such a great uh, storyline. It it should have been. It could have been. It would have been. But, you know, we weren't alive back then. So so what they did for this series is, for this episode, is they took the first half. They're like, okay, the first half is going to be about the doctor uh, who's a sleep therapist helping a patient who's dealing with Freddy. Great idea. But the doctor is the main character. And then the second story, the cameraman is the main character. But they could have had the cameraman be the main character throughout both, or they could have had Randy be a character throughout both. They missed a couple really sweet opportunities. They blew it. Yeah, they, they blew it a little bit there. All right, so uh, I'm going to give a very quick... Uh, Creepy crawler? Re- cre- Creepy crawlers! Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to honestly go with like a... Man, maybe a, a five and a half. What?! This was... What? This was... So you would show the second part. If these were not connected, you would have shown the second part to a person? That's crazy talk. No, I'm going I'm going right down. I'm going 4.5, actually. Oh, wow. I'm going 4.5. I, this was not interesting enough for it to be anything fun. I'm glad you're going as the fucking trash man today. The, the ice, ice man. Ice man. No, you're so. not. That's not very icy, man. That's not an icy take. I hate to break it to you. Mm, well... Only well, going in a different take. It's, okay. It's about to be spring, so. <laughs> so you're thawing um, out. I'm thawing out. Yeah. No, I I it's think this was just, it December. was just not very fun and like, there's no thing where I'd be like, oh, this would be a funny thing to watch with someone or anything like that. This was just sloppy writing, and I'm I'm glad that Freddy's was back. Like I love Freddy's so. It was fun to 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 do this whole thing again, but it was just a garbage episode, and it goes back to what we talked about before about how like all his little like s- vignettes are just completely not relative to the episode. Fuck it, yeah, four point seven five. All right, so what does it give you if you uh, combine your first and your second score? What is your total? I'm going just, ba- I'm going just four point seven five. Okay. So, my first one I gave eight. Eight? I told you to the first half. What? Get, what do you forget? I just said this. No, like, but I'm saying, like, that's so insane. 
For a Freddy's Nightmares, the first half had comedy, it had gore, it had Freddy, it had everything I wanted. It was linear, it was coherent. That what more could you ask for from a Freddy's story from this first part of this episode? Damn. Gold. Mm. I forgave the first part eight. Mm -hmm. I'm giving the second part a three. That's why I was surprised that you gave it more than I did. I was like, the second part sucked. What are you going for then? It's combining my eight and my three. I'm going to give it a fucking 4.75. 4.75? Yes, I'm giving All it right. less than a five. You're I giving 25% less than I did. No, but what I'm saying is, you seemed shocked that I gave it an eight. Even I thought you were going higher when the when when you reacted to my score. Is what I'm saying. No, I, that's why I was surprised because you usually give lower scores than I am, but I'm yeah. giving a lower score than you did. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Trying to take my role. No, I just uh, yeah, I'm just calling are. him as I see him, bro. You're the one who's got some weird, uh, I don't know, affinity for Freddy. I love Freddy too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you but yeah, silly. overall, overall. I still like this episode. I think it's actually stronger than most Freddy episodes. So maybe I won't give it a 4.75. I'll give it a 5. I'll give it a 5. No, I'm going to stick with my score. But um, I still... It's fun to watch. Like, not fun to watch, but it's something that you can watch with it's a friend. It's campy. It's fun. Smoke some weed and watch this episode. But it's campy. It's... I like this new Tom. This new loosey-goosey Tom. Smoking oh, weed. Uh, yeah. Popping some pain pills. Feeling all right. Oh, True. I need to get some. Uh, I need to get some alcohol. Okay, well we can take care of that. No problem. All right. Uh, but All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today. Yeah. That's gonna do it for this episode of Short and Spooky. You know, like we we talk about anthology shows and we did it. We are we're back to Freddy's. It was a blast. We have a couple other things coming up soon. Um, we know more themed months as far as we know, but uh, no, I got I got some stuff in the works. I got some stuff in the works too. Yeah, well, mine are cooler. Well, I got some stuff in my sleeve too. Oh shit. All Stupid right. sleeves. Got some stuff in my back pocket. Stupid sexy sleeves. Uh, but anyway, yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, we want to give a shout out to the shorties, the spookies, dads, moms, Alameda, uh, Jen, uh, Ginny. The Watcher. Uh, the Watcher's Buns. No, the Hitchhiker's um, Buns. The Hitchhiker's Buns. Also the Watcher's Buns, too. We didn't mean <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot's got some fucking cakes. You never know. He's got some cakes, bro. But, yeah, everyone, I hope you're doing okay. And and I truly mean that. Like, as someone who's suffered uh, a pretty recent injury, I just really want all you guys to be safe and be aware of your surroundings. Can I speak for the shorties and the spookies? We're happy that you're okay, too. Oh, All right. Thank you. We love you, sweetheart. All right. Goodbye. All right. So, uh, we're going <laughs> to... All right, Tom is on fire. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. All right, let's uh, let's cut it for today, and I'll see you next week, homie. Bye. Find that devil. If you're interested in obscure and little-seen sci-fi television, you might enjoy our podcast, Continuum Drag. We're a recap and review podcast watching science fiction TV and TV movies from the 60s to now. We've covered Galactica 1980, Almost Human, The Quester Tapes, Space Above and Beyond, Genesis 2, Tech War, Planet of the Apes, and many more. You can get Continuum Drag wherever you get podcasts.